Estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacMillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the McMillan Estate Planning Professional. The McMillan team will take you through the process step-by-step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next ones are in January, the 29th in Edmonton, the 30th in Red Deer, and the 31st in Calgary. You can register online to attend. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. We've been talking about the Sheldrick Trust on the program today. It is a principal charity of Macmillan Estate Planning. There is a benefit fashion show in support of the Sheldrick coming up on Thursday evening, December 6th at the Shops at the Devonish on 17th Avenue Southwest. Rob Branford, Executive Director of the Sheldrick Trust, talks about the work the Trust is doing in Africa. Family is everything for elephants, a bit like it is for humans. It's all about that care structure and it's a matriarchal society, so mum is kind of always there and if mum's not there, there are nannies there. So when these babies come to us physically injured or psychologically scarred and suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder in cases where they have seen kind of, they might have seen their herd, five or six elephants gunned down in front of them and you've got this one little three, four, five-month-old baby elephant. It won't survive without intervention. It needs that specialist milk formula. And it needs love and support because there are predators out there. So when we bring these elephants in, it's about, first and foremost, keeping them alive. They can come to us in a terrible state of dehydration or, as I say, with horrific injuries that I wouldn't even want your listeners to have to know exist, but they do, where you've got terrible um, wounds from snares on trunks that have almost severed a trunk off or legs that have almost been severed off by snares. Bullet wounds, we've got an elephant in our care at the moment called Lugard who was shot in the knee as a result of his mum being poached and of course the poachers are just throwing a hail of bullets and they've caught this little elephant who had no ivory so he's of no use to them and thankfully he's now being cared for. So it's providing specialist essentially medical care at that first stage but, but that support and love. Our keepers are with them every day. Every three hours they're fed two big bottles of this specialist milk formula and that's day or night so three in the morning, six in the morning Um, They're getting this milk formula, which is critical for their sort of growth. They're spending their days in the bush. Nairobi National Park, where we have the project, and we have it there for convenience. It's close for medical support if we need it. It's, It's kind of, you know, being the capital of Kenya, it's key. But it's not elephant habitat. Nairobi National Park borders the city. There are no elephants in that national park apart from the elephants in the care of the Sheldricks. So when those orphans get to about two or three years old, that's the time when we say, right, let's move them to Savo. And in Savo, we've got three what we call reintegration units. So this is the units where the older orphans go, and from there they start mixing with wild elephants. And that's the next stage in their journey. That's where they start to really understand we're elephants. And ultimately, over a slow process at their pace, so every day they go out into the bush 12 hours a day. If they meet wild elephants, they will just congress, talk, 
spend time with those elephants. Those elephants will show them the good food to eat, where to, where to go. They'll be communicating with them constantly. And you'll get to the point where these orphans, at any age from three, but more realistically when they're about eight, they choose to go wild. We don't kind of push them out, shut the door, bye, off you go. It's not like that. It's much more about are they ready and they feel ready. And they might go out for one or two nights and then come back and be with us for a month because they've realised, wow, actually, it's pretty scary out there. So it's a big world. A bit like your kid going to university or going off for their first job. Sometimes it freaks you out a little bit and you kind of need to come back to mum or dad. Well, f- for the elephants, our keepers are mum and dad. Rob Branford goes on to speak about one of the elephants which has been saved. These elephants will come back to us and show us moments. Say so we had an elephant called Nasalot, female elephant. She's been raised, she's living wild. She just had her first wild-born baby. So she's fully integrated back into the wild community in Savo, mating with wild elephants, and she's had this little baby boy called Nusu. And hours after Nusu's birth, she brought that elephant to the keepers that raised her so that they could join that celebration of new life. And then you've got all the other orphans getting excited. You've got all the wild elephants getting excited. But they're doing that. They're kind of saying, look what I did, and thanks to you. And there's no question they know that. They, this is such an intelligent species. And it's why we're so passionate about their protection, because we see how exceptional they are. And we want as much as we can to try and tell the world how exceptional they are so that people can be like, okay, this is great. And that's why we do the public visits that Brian was talking about, where people can come and see them. We want, you need to kind of feel a connection. And thankfully, you know, 4K TV, 360, all these things now can get you closer to elephants, but there's nothing like standing in the wild, whether the elephant's 30 meters away, or if you're fortunate and it's an orphan baby, it's a meter away. You feel them, it touches your soul and it, it awakens you. And I think it just puts you back into nature. And I think that's, that's kind of what it's all about. Thursday's fashion show at the Shops of the Devonish on 17th Avenue Southwest is a small but significant step towards raising some funds to help with the work of the Sheldrick Trust. It's not cheap raising an elephant, and that's just one aspect of what we do. So one elephant will cost us about 10,000 US dollars a year. Right now, there's 38 orphans just at our nursery. There's another 80 orphans at our establishments in Savo. So you've already got 110 elephants there that we're raising right now, plus the 200 that have already been successfully raised. And of course, it's not about them. When they go back to the wild, you can't just say, well, that's it, you know, job done. An elephant lives for 70 years. Their lifetime essentially mirrors that of our own. Um, Teenagers at the same time. So it's a lifetime commitment. You You rescue an elephant at one day old or like an elephant called Undotto, who was premature. So born two, two, three days early, that elephant will be with us in our care until he's probably seven, eight, nine years old. But even when he goes wild, it's our duty and responsibility to protect him. And we do that with anti-poaching teams. We've got 10 fully mobile anti-poaching teams who go out with the Kenya Wildlife Service with armed rangers. They remove snares, they arrest poachers, they destroy what we call poaching hides. They're out there every day. They're supported by five fixed-wing aircraft that we've got who do aerial patrols every day, two rapid-response helicopters. That means we can take out teams. If there's a live incident, we can get teams out there. We've got tracker dogs in our mists now so we can get onto the scent if poachers have got away. Those are just some of the aspects. Then we've got mobile veterinary teams. We've got five of those now. Just this month, we launched our fifth mobile veterinary unit, and those units have saved over 4,000 wild animals since the first one was founded about 15 years ago. And, that's, and it's not just elephants. That's elephants, lions. That's other endangered species, giraffes. All these animals that actually sadly are under threat. There's very few that aren't, but that's across the world, really, as opposed to just Africa. But 
all of that takes time and costs money. And then you're needing to secure land, which is a significant investment. There is less and less space everywhere in the world, of course. Populations are, human populations are expanding. So there's less land. So what we're working very hard to secure what we class as true wilderness areas, areas that are very much specific for animals, not really great land for humans, whether it's because of climate, you know, they're not going to grow crops. So we want to secure that land so that there will always be space for elephants and all these other animals to roam. So all of those elements work together for the protection of species, but also do, do cost rather a lot of money. There's quite a few dollars needed. That's Rob Branford, Executive Director of the Sheldrick Trust. Calgary conservationist Brian Keating has made several trips to the orphanage in Nairobi. He too speaks eloquently about the work the trust is doing. It's a life-changing experience. Africa gets into your blood, Peter. It's it once you've been there, once you've felt the the landscape and and um, experienced the 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 pure joy of wildlife watching in some of these national parks, it stays in in your blood. And uh, and sometimes that's translated with significant donations. I've seen people come back and support. Uh, programs like Sheldrick time and time again. So there's no doubt about it, it helps. And, it, and it's, it's amazing, actually. Uh, you know, we hear so many negative things about Africa. We hear so many uh, issues, and there are huge problems, and I don't want to nullify those problems at all. But I have seen successes. We all know Zimbabwe has been in a spiral downfall for the last decade or so. But we took a chance, took a group back there this last year, uh, and we traveled to some of the best elephant locations in Zimbabwe, in all of Africa. Since I started traveling to Africa 35 years ago, uh, we've gone from about a million elephants continent-wide down to about 415,000. And we know there's that many elephants because of the the great elephant census that was completed in September uh, uh, just over a year ago. And uh, and these the, the, the population of elephants Elephants have been decreasing by an average of between 8 and 10% a year. But when you take good projects like what the Sheldrick Elephant Orphanage is doing and you apply good energy, good anti-poaching, good uh, projects that in- incorporate some financial return for the local people uh, so that they see the benefit to having elephant populations nearby as opposed to the negatives when elephants come out and destroy crops. If there's a way that people can actually financially uh, benefit and better their lives with elephant populations nearby, it benefits everybody. Calgary conservationist Brian Keating. You can help with the work of the Sheldrick Trust by attending Kate Hugo and Nicole Tomney's fashion show Thursday evening, December 6th at the Shops at the Devonish on 17th Avenue Southwest. The program begins at 6 p.m. That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.